name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Sometimes do you feel that Jesus is hard to pin down, like, like he has a lot of different personalities, different ways of being with people. Well, you know what, you're right, he does. Because Jesus in the Gospels is human, dealing with different humans. Jesus was alive, and he had a message for sometimes very large groups, and sometimes for one-on-one individuals. He had a way of knowing just what the group or the individual needed to hear. It takes a lot of discernment and care to do that. It takes listening. It also takes a lot of strength and courage to speak the truth to people, to say, well, this is what I see. Well, today he has something to say to Martha. Martha, who gets to this busyness of hospitality when Jesus enters her home. But Martha gets mad because she's doing all of this work, and her sister Mary is just sitting at Jesus' feet and listening to him. So Martha complains to Jesus. Hey, look at all this work I'm doing. Doesn't it concern you that she, Mary, is not even lifting a finger? What about the importance of hospitality? Like we we hear about in the Genesis reading today, Abraham, all busy. He's got strangers coming to his house, and he's busy with hospitality, bringing water, offering shade, doing all of that, because that was important in a desert community, offering water and shade and food and shelter and, and, and washing people's feet, and all of that was all uh, part of what you were expected to do. Well, isn't Martha doing the same thing? Jesus has come to her house. Isn't that what Martha is doing today, what she is supposed to do? Like I say, hospitality was demanded and one of the most important things in this part of the world at that particular time. So it seems like Jesus doesn't care. Jesus isn't concerned because who is Jesus today? Jesus becomes mellow Jesus today, and mellow Jesus just leans back and says, Martha, Martha, you are worried and you are distracted by so many things. Well, I bet we can all relate to Martha. After all, there's a lot of worry about us uh, in these days, right? We've got a lot to worry about. Here we are wearing masks again. And there were a lot of worries back then when Martha and Mary were around. Think about it. Jesus comes to her house. Jesus is being followed by the religious authorities. He's a controversial figure. Maybe Martha is worried she's going to be punished on some level, or there might be retribution because of this rebel who casually is laying around her house talking. Could she be worried for her safety? Well, who knows what she's worried about? But she's busy. She's busy. But is she busy for the right reason? And Jesus challenges her today. Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted by so many things. Well, there's nothing worse than when you are upset about something and someone says to you, hey, relax. 
Don't worry about it. Well, this must have infuriated Martha. Like the parable of the prodigal son, where one brother does all the right things and the other slacks off and gets all the attention. That's not fair. But here's the thing about Jesus. He says what he wants to say to whom he wants to say it to when it needs to be said because he tells people what they need to hear. So Jesus has in the past berated a Pharisee for not showing him hospitality. You may remember that story. But here in this story, Martha needs to understand that she is bypassing what is important because she busies herself and worries her, herself about too much. Her, so her good deed of hospitality might actually be keeping her from listening to Jesus and what that might mean for her life. So she's allowing herself to be distracted in part also by judging Mary's actions. And what she really needs to do first is lay at the feet of Jesus like Mary so she can hear what Jesus is calling her to do. In other words, Jesus is telling us to worry about what God is doing in our own lives instead of worrying about and judging how another is acting. Spend some time first at the feet of Jesus. Go there first. Don't worry about all this other stuff. Go there first. So Martha is getting a wake-up call here to put her worries, her cares, and fears first at the feet of Jesus so that then she can do some active listening, some intentional listening, and maybe, just maybe, she's going to hear something, something new, something she needs to hear. Every day, we make choices, we make decisions, we do activities, but, but sometimes we have to ask ourselves, are we just simply uh, busying ourselves, distracting ourselves, distracting ourselves from doing our part of building up God's realm on earth? Remember last week in the story about the Good Samaritan, I talked about how we can get distracted by the pressures in our lives, how, how when we are pressured, we can just walk right on by and see and not even see what is there in the world, walking over people lying in alleys, etc. So it's sometimes good for us to ask, okay, why are we doing what we're doing? Are we doing it out of obligation? Are we doing it out of duty? Are we doing it out of fear? Are we doing it because we want acknowledgement or because we're supposed to? Or are we doing something because our heart is guiding us to do the right thing? Sometimes we can just get distracted by doing the right thing, and even then we have to pull back a bit and put ourselves once again at the feet of Jesus to do some more listening, because just because we heard Jesus once in our life doesn't mean we don't have to go back again and listen some more. We don't just go to Jesus once and hear one thing and then that's it. We have to keep going back. Sometimes hospitality isn't just about doing things for people to make them feel good and, and, and to show or prove that we are welcoming or uh, a lot of the time hospitality is about listening and, and, and really trying to, to make that connection. Building relationships through listening to each other because when two or three are not only gathered but truly listening to each other, Jesus is in the midst. And I tell this story often, but when I was a hospital chaplain 
intern at a, a, a clinical pastoral education group at an LA uh, hospital many years ago as part of the training to go through the ordination process and, and getting your master's degree and all of that, you have to go spend a summer full-time at a hospital and you are a chaplain intern. And one of the most terrifying things for me at the time was to just walk into somebody's hospital room uninvited, somebody I didn't know, just walk right in and say, hi, I'm the chaplain, and how, chaplain, how are you doing today? And I wasn't frightened about what was beyond the door, you know, what I might see or, or any of that, but I was frightened because I didn't think I would know what to say. I, I didn't think I would know what to say in the midst of somebody suffering. I can't tell you how frightened people would be when they saw the chaplain enter their room, fearing <laughs> that I was going to break some bad news to them. So they always looked at me really, you know, with a look on their face of concern, and I, I felt really bad. But all I was asked to do was walk in the room, sit by their side, talk, listen, have a conversation, sometimes say nothing, but to just be there. And if they didn't want me to be there, they would tell me, they would tell me to go, and I would go. But, but it told me a lot, and, it, and I learned a lot. And what I learned was that sometimes we don't have to say a whole lot. Sometimes we just have to be there. And sometimes we just have to sit at somebody's side and just listen. And sometimes that means just silence. But we're just there. We're just there in case. I never... I never felt like I had the right thing to say, and, and I, but I didn't need those visits to be busy. And it was really hard to learn that. So how do we listen? We listen because, well, we listen because we're curious about the other person, right? We, we listen because we really do want to know about this person. So be curious. Be curious about the other people. It disarms fears and hesitations about being with someone who might be different from us, someone we don't know. And it allows us to be present with others in a very engaged way. I call it active listening. Maybe to even understand why they are the way they are. Maybe we learn something new. Being curious about another person gives that other person humanity. It gives the other a voice that is different from our own soundtracks that we already have going in our heads. And to be curious about someone, like I said, is active listening. It's fearless listening. And it's what Jesus wants Martha to do today. Lay down, listen at the feet of Jesus. Come here, drop all that other stuff. Just come here and listen. Find that time to hear what God may be saying to you. Because we all know that division is everywhere and there's no getting away from it. And, and so the wake-up call for us is that unless we start listening to each other, which means being curious about others, our common life in our communities will be in worse disarray than it already is. We will be anxious. We will be distracted. We will be fearful. So are we listening to each other, to the lonely, to the outcast, to the foreigner, to, to children? How often do we not listen to children who have a lot to say? The helpless, unless we start listening to the other and stop being defensive and self-righteous, we're not going to get very far. We will dig our heels in and defend our ground, one-upping each other with clever and destructive quips. Change won't happen. And we, we can't afford to be distracted by busy work. 
So today, Jesus is saying, listen to me first. And when you listen to me first, you will hear the cries. You will hear the protests. You will hear the loneliness. You will hear the anger. You will hear the frustration. And you will hear the tears. And you'll also hear the joys. You'll hear it all. If you listen to me, you will know what to do. So come here, put your stuff down, sit at my feet, and listen. It's so much easier when you listen to me first. What would it mean, and I challenge you on this, what would it mean to spend the week, go home, spend the week, wake up every morning, go sit someplace quiet, close your eyes, and instead of just doing a bunch of stuff, like don't look at your news feed and see what's happening in the world, don't do that yet. Sit down, be quiet, shut your eyes, and imagine. Imagine sitting there at the feet of Jesus and just listen. I don't know, take 15 minutes and just sit there. You're going to have a lot of thoughts, but keep going back to seeing yourself sitting at the feet of Jesus, and see what Jesus says. You're going to hear something. You're going to hear something, I guarantee you. You will hear something. So I challenge you on that. See how that goes, let me know. A lot of the discord today in our world, in our news, in our communities, is the result of people feeling like they're not being heard. And a lot of our discourse is also about who is the loudest and who can garner the most attention. It's really hard just to sit back, take some time to be silent, slow down, and listen. See, it's bugging you right now that I'm talking so slow, I bet you. Respecting the dignity of every human being means listening and being heard. So we must first listen to Jesus, that's what we learned today, before we can truly listen to each other. And then we do this by prayer, just like what I just offered up. That is a contemplative prayer. Prayer opens our hearts, our ears to Jesus, and ultimately to God's plan. So when we find ourselves worrying, being fearful, busying ourselves with way too many tasks, and I tell myself this too, think about the words of Jesus today and say to yourself, <laughs> which I have done, Martha, Martha, you are worried and distracted about many things. It's okay, call yourself Martha. Think about Jesus sitting there, mellow. After all, it's the middle of summer. It's hot. Throw down your pots and pans and sit there at the feet of Jesus. Sit in prayer, listen first, and trust it. And I guarantee you, you will be refreshed to handle the burdens and fears that come along to distract you. Hospitality means listening, being intensely curious about another person. It's not about duty, it's a, it's a way of being, it's relationship building, and it's hard work. And it's part of loving God and loving neighbor. In fact, loving God and loving neighbor simply means that we must have faith in God, and just as importantly, we must have faith in each other. But we have to start listening to Jesus first. Amen.